Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Pete, you can't see it, but my soul is bared <laughs> and ready for exploration. Fantastic. I can see it. It's making me slow. Don't be fucking jocked with snow, then. I'm going in. Welcome to the Beer and Loathing Podcast, a thinly veiled attempt at masking our alcoholism behind cynicism and apathy. My name is Pete, I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I'm joined at the digital hit. Oh my god, I almost said digital hit. The digital hit, as always, with Sam in Denver. Today we have Megan and Paul from the Denver Pizza Podcast, and holy fucking shit, have you ever heard of a more perfect podcast during the history of Casket Bots? I didn't think so. So sit back and enjoy, and as always, I am so, so sorry. Welcome to the show, you jabronis. Megan, let's start with you. How are you, and uh, what are you thinking? I am good. I'm thinking... Drinking. 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 All right. Yeah, way more important. Um, I'm drinking a Colorado Red Ale tonight. Yes. Crisp, easy. I'm good to go. Uh, Pete, did you say where we are right now? I didn't. I wasn't listening. I was too busy trying to find my notes. So we're at Blackshire Brewing Company, which I think might help preface this statement a little bit, since we're all going to be drinking Blackshire mm-hmm. beers that right makes now. Sense. Yeah, that's, and, that's an important detail. And the Colorado Red is one of their staples of that one. Yeah, I think they called it their flagship, and uh, they dare I'm happy. called it their flagship. Their flagship. Yeah, yeah. And the- uh, Blackshire does all uh, uh, reds, right? Yes, yes, even though even Paul has their uh, black IPA, and it's not a red hue at all, but no, it's, it's, got, really red. it's got some of the reds, the red caramel malts, not red caramel malts, but the caramel malts that they used to make reds in it. You could say it's gotcha. a real caramelly IPA, Pete. Uh, <laughs> did you listen to that episode? I might have. <laughs> <laughs> Paul did some research. Caramel, caramel IPA is my favorite. The, the caramelliest. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> Um, no, that's good. So you, you're still having that one, right, Paul? What do you think of that yeah, one? Yeah, I'm almost through this Baritone Black IPA. I'm enjoying it. I uh, don't have much to say about it. It's going down real smooth. <laughs> that's all you can really ask for, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm finishing up my first pour, which was uh, their Red Evelyn, and this one is a, a really good beer that's also kind of cool. It's named after their grandmother. Um, and I wish I could remember, sorry, Chad and Brandon, I don't remember the story of the tie-in to that, but I'm sure she had some sort of inspiration in some way or form, but it's a really good beer. It's like a double IPA. I think it's a rye IPA. And she still haunts the brewery to this day. <laughs> right? Just, I think I hear her. Uh, hey. <laughs> Would you like nope, a quilt? Was... <laughs> yeah. But up on deck, I got uh, their, one of the beers they released recently, it's called Electric Ladyland. Yes, after the Jimi Hendrix thing, uh, it's a raspberry saison, which I like their saison to begin with. And I was never much of a fruit guy. Like for whatever reason, when I was first started drinking beer, fruity stuff just—I think it was my machismo. I'm like, ah, I don't need fruit in my beer to drink my beer. Oh yeah, I'll, uh, I'll drink my bitter garbage beer and make my face and deal with it. What's the most masculine fruit? Dragon oh. fruit. Dragon, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, that sounds it's pretty fucking kick-ass. But yet, oh, but yet, I, I only watched two episodes of Game of Thrones. But a woman controls the dragons in that show. Mm-hmm. Sam, I'm, before you go any further, I'm going to ask you for no spoilers, please. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I've only seen one episode, so really, I, I, if I, I see more I episodes than everyone else here, 
That's yeah, a first yeah. for me. Usually I'm the odd man out that's like, you haven't seen Game of Thrones? Wait a second, Megan and Paul haven't seen Game of Thrones either? Oh, we've seen a bit of it, but I oh. did want to give Sam a hard time. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> as you should, as you should. I, nobody should let me off easy on this. What was that raspberry one again? That's a beautiful color. Yeah, it's Electric Ladyland. I think and I might have that it, next. It is a beautiful color, and it's a beautiful flavor as well. It's uh, wonderfully robust with the raspberries. And, you know, to answer the initial question, Megan, I don't know if this is the right answer, but it is my favorite fruit. So pineapple, to me, is, <laughs> I mean, it's is the ruler of all fruits. Yeah. yeah, It's got, like, a tough core. How can you get more masculine than that? It's good. Uh, or, I, I guess I would say banana, not only because it is my favorite fruit, but because <laughs> it's shaped like a dick. I, I mean, yeah, very phallic. Yeah. yeah, that also makes sense. It's about right. That was my go-to, too. That's, that's where you're leading that question. You're like, yeah, the banana is the obvious choice. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the question is. It's just like banana. So here's the, here's the real question. When it comes to the bananas, how do you take your banana? Do you like it like green and crunchy, or do you like it? One of my buddies, he. Uh, no one likes unripe bananas. Well, according to Matt, his ex-wife did, and uh, according to Matt, also he likes it when it's so soft you can like squeeze it out like a tube of toothpaste. Oh, well, I don't like that image. No, no, I know that even the the hand squeeze there just probably didn't help that at all. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I do think it's great when there's some brown on the skin, and you can. I mean, it's really sweet. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I like my bananas like I like my elderly people, spotted and sweet, <laughs> and sweet, spotted and sweet, and maybe a little squishy. Yeah, yeah. I mean. We're all a little squishy, regardless of age, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't have my webcam on, do I? I don't think so. Oh. No, I you don't know how she got the squishy thing. She just knows. Like she's it, looking into my soul. It comes through. It, well, Paul's the one bearing his soul right now, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe you guys just had a moment. And uh, it, it might just come through in your voice. Your squish might just be projected in your voice now. That's true. <laughs> what, what, are you, uh, what are you drinking today, Pete? Last time uh, you had I vodka. Mean, I am not drinking vodka. I'm drinking uh, a dirty basket. Mmm. stone. Uh, oh, I know that. Oh, wait, no. No, that's Founders, dude. Sorry, I was thinking of Arrogant Bastard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too yeah, many too. bastards in the beer world. The beer world's just full of bastards. Uh, I actually drank another beer before this, though. Uh, Flesh and Blood from Dogfish Head. Oh. It has lemon flesh and uh, uh, blood orange. Oh, yeah. I've, it's it was so fucking good. It was really great. I had one, but, uh, but it's it kind of great. old once. I actually okay. did one of those for the chug, and it was on about six months old. So I feel like it could, it could have seen better days. Oh, for sure. I'm a huge fan of that brewery, Dogfish Head. We don't yeah. get a lot of their stuff out here. Not as Megan and I used to live on the East Coast. Oh, right on. Okay, it's yeah. Like, my go-to thing was that 60-minute IPA. I like drinking that a lot. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I've always loved their 90. I know it's a little bit stronger and a little bit bigger, but that one is that one for me is just, just anytime, anywhere, any place. And for a while, they were doing these like historic beers. Yes. A quarterly series, I think. And those it was like I would make a point of doing it, and I've never done that with a brewery before. Yeah, it was interesting and delicious. I mean, they had that brief stint with the TV show where the uh, head brewer, Sam Caglione, was doing, explaining a lot of the beers that they were doing, partly in that series. And 
I just remember the episode everyone talked about the most was one where he was making some ancient, I don't know if it was ancient, but some old, like, it might have been an African style or something, but basically he was chewing up corn and spitting corn into the mash. <laughs> and everyone's like, ew, there's spit corn in this. Well, that's about what you get with Bud, except for it's probably not as good. Yeah, they don't like that when you do that on the tour of the Coors facilities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Heavily frowned upon. It's historic. Yeah. <laughs> Show some respect. Wait, was that was that Midas touch sale? I know that they use like a really ancient recipe for that, like uh, one of the oldest fermentation recipes. Midas touch was definitely the one with like the like the oldest recipe. I don't think it was the corn spitting one though. Okay. Yeah, I I've uh, I've lost track of what all the beers were there. It's now that I've moved now that I moved to Colorado. I don't know how long you guys have been here. If you found this problem, if you're big beer fans or not. Um, there's just so much other stuff to try, like, around. It's, it's hard to, like, pick a staple and stick with it yeah. if you like to try a bunch of different things. Oh, yeah. Oh, the pizza just got here. Perfect timing. Wow. I was just about to ask what sort of pizza you ordered. Yeah. Oh, well, I can smell it from here. I'll tell you. It is a plain pie. One of them, we got two pizzas. One of them is a plain pie with tomato, basil, and a little bit of mousse. The other one is like basically a barbecue chicken pie. And they both look good. Looks like they put ample amounts of basil on the chicken as well, which I am very cool with. That might be be arugula. Is it? Okay. Also, no plates, so it's a rip-and-run situation we're dealing with here. All right. Which, I'm fine. That's cool. We could probably get some napkins at some point, too. I think they have that stuff here. <laughs> Usually we get so some. So, are, are you just going to be, like, chomping really loud in the microphone? Because that's what I was kind of hoping for. Like, you just, like, mash the like piece of pizza up into a ball and then eat it as fast as you can and then talk. Yeah, yeah. I was really excited that your podcast, like, embraces burping and belching, so yeah. I'll do my best to eat directly into the microphone. Yeah. I figure, Pete, based on your description you just gave, we should just pack up a few wads of pizza and try to play a pudgy bunny with rolled up pizza slices. Oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> All right. Just see who can get the, the most way through it. Well, now that the pizza's here, and uh, you guys do the Denver Pizza Podcast, tell us a little bit about your guys' show and like what brought that on and stuff. Megan, do you want to handle that? Sure. Um, I think... Paul just wants to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why aren't you eating already? Uh, the Denver Pizza Podcast. Uh, Paul and I work. I don't really know how this started, so this is kind of a guess. But Paul and I work in like a similar fashion where we're writing things for other people for money. And I we used to work together more often. Uh, we had a podcast while we were in D.C. And I think we wanted, like, a fun space where we could be, like, creative together in, like, the, like, easiest, simplest way possible. Um, I think this show is inspired a little bit by Doughboys, which is something that Paul listens to. It's, like, this show where the premise is, we're reviewing chain restaurants, so they get people on to talk about chilies and then they like go to chilies and eat stuff at chilies and they're like it's like who the fuck cares about chilies right but <laughs> yeah. you could you could write a treatises on chilies and so i think the denver pizza podcast is sort of like born out of a similar impulse it's like you could just talk about every piece of pizza that you have in the city there's plenty of places to do that i mean yeah you guys have I, you know i listen to 
two or three episodes mostly just to see where we align on some of my favorites because you've already hit a few of them. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's plenty more pizza places on top of what you guys have already done after, what, about 20-something episodes at this point. Yeah. But do you have any reviews that you want to rebut? <laughs> Your favors that we've slammed, maybe? Um, no. Um, I was just glad you guys enjoyed uh, Pie Hole. That is, that is what, like, uh, when I have some friends that come down from Fort Collins and Loveland and we go to concerts down on, like, South Broadway. Oh, yeah. We're always hitting up Pie Hole at some point. Pie Hole rocks. Yeah. Pie Hole is a really fun place to be. Yeah, it's just, the, like, the wall art, like, all the plates, the, the different types of pizza and stuff, and the $1 PBRs. The cheap beer and the cookies is what really gets me. I never even ate the cookie. Like, I was like, I need to do the cookie now that I've heard this episode. I recommend the cookie. You know how there's like college towns where they like sell cookies, like and they just have places where they're like you can go and get here a late night cookie. One of those places were properly open in Denver. I would be so into that. That's like my dessert of choice after slice of cake. There's a place <laughs> in Lansing, Michigan. I can't remember the name, but they're I think they're open 24 hours and they do deliveries. So for cookies, for fucking cookies, strictly for cookies. No shit. Yeah, yeah, this is exactly the thing wow. I'm talking about. This is like an established phenomenon. Hmm. That that should arrive in Denver then. If Lansing can pull open, I mean, there's a demand for cookies at all time. I think they have like ice cream sandwiches, cookies too. Apparently, there's a demand for cookies at all hours of the day. Yeah, I man, cookies are where it's at. Who doesn't like a cookie? Yeah, everyone. No one. I doesn't. certainly do. Yeah. I... Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, was that, that was, so that was Brandon oh okay that was Brandon one of the owners of oh. the brewery I just, just, we just had a little visit from one of the black shirt uh, owners there I was trying to think of a much fancier word <laughs> not, boners yeah maybe yeah, he, he's a dude he could have a boner <laughs> I don't know uh, I think the word you're looking for is proprietor. Thank you. That's that's actually the exact word I was trying to think of, Megan. My uh, my lexicon's a little shot right now. Oh, you got a professional in the house right now. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's like she writes or something. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Those are my finger guns because words have failed me. <laughs> is that the backup? Like, uh, if I can't think of it, bam, 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 just go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emojis. Are like the digital finger guns. I don't know. I'm a little <laughs> off topic. No, there's no such thing as off topic with this show. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think there's really a topic to go off from. It's kind of a kind of a stream of consciousness type of podcast. Yeah, we're the Ulysses of fucking podcasts. <laughs> Pete, do breweries in Grand Rapids have? Uh, is that a thing where some of them are serving pizza now? Because we got two now here in Denver that do it. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a place called the Mitten. And uh, their pizza's they do, really good. Yeah, they do like they do pizza and beers. They actually have a thing called a pizza flight where they have like four small pizzas. They it's like a beer flight, you know, but they have like four small pizzas that they do with it. I love that. Yeah, that's it's awesome. They're like uh, the gosh, I, I don't know dimensions. Like six by six inches, like square. It's delicious. And then there's another one uh, called Harmony, and they have really really good pizzas, and they do like. Really, really good uh, vegetarian and vegan pizzas too. So they just okay. uh, and they do their pizza thing too. And they have really good pizza. I can say from my experience, Harmony was better at pizza than they were at beer when I moved. But now I've gone back and uh, they've got their shit together, on both, like on the beer front too. So wow, 
they're doing both yeah. sides of it now. It's uh, a true harmony. Yes, it is a very harmonious relationship, if you will. And they opened up a brewery on the uh, on the west side of Grand Rapids, which is like historically Polish, uh, Polish and uh, Hispanic, and they have a bunch of Polish dishes there, like pasta, make all of the house, and it's like this big all of it. More harmony, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Those six-inch pizzas that they have on their flights, like, what's the crust ratio on that? Are the ring, um, is the ring thick? Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know. It's it's like a, it's a decent-sized crust. It's not like a deep dish type crust, you know. Um, but it, it's like a pan crust. Okay. I wonder if it looks like a donut with a little bit of like toppings in the middle, yeah. basically. It's no, like no, 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 no. Yeah. No, it, it's square, so you have like you have a good pizza to crust ratio. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot more surface area. Okay. Okay. Desktop, desktop. Without getting, uh, you know, without necessarily recreating an entire episode of yours here, like, I know crust is kind of a big deal with you guys. <laughs> yes. it's, it's the it's fan a, favorite it's category. A, it's no. a major category. It's it would be <laughs> crust, though. More, yeah. more to the point. You got opinions? Uh, not as heavy as you guys. You guys are like connoisseurs of the crust. I'm like, if it's not raw dough, I'm probably okay with it. Or if it isn't just like plain, like saltine cracker dough. Mm. I like thin and crispy. Yeah, I can get behind a good thin and crispy. Like the crust isn't. That's why every time. Okay, secret. We're dishing, spilling beer, tea, tea beer. Um, I don't care about crust that much. So every time you're like fan favorite category crust, it's like <laughs> me and the fans are at odds. Now, every time I listen, I can just hear Megan shaking her head. Now, fan favorite, my ass. <laughs> okay, good. That, I'm glad that comes through in audio, because that's my desired, like, personality for the show. Miss not fun. Miss <laughs> <laughs> not fun. The wet blanket and the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. What, uh, I don't know. I was going to think of, like, a bigger kind of blanket that's made out of fabric, but I couldn't... I don't know, like an Afghan silk blanket. I'm just thinking of all these pseudonyms for like blanket, basically. Yeah, comforter. Mm, My grandma was a big Afghan lady. She she liked to let me sleep with the Afghan, which was you know a quilt. So every time you see one of those like uh, street installations where they've got that like Afghan pattern on a pole, are you just like, this is wrong? No, I'm just like, I just think of grandma. I'm like, yeah, hey grandma, she's. She's like, yeah, you move to Denver, this is what you get. Afghans everywhere. Yeah. Colfax, yeah. they always do random installs on the light posts like that. For the longest time, they had what I couldn't tell if it was just promoting Christmas as a holiday or if there was a play somewhere. There's a bunch of different people, like multiracial, multi gender, all that stuff. And they have like the little floating snowflake thing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah it's smiling. so confusing. I'm like, is this a play or is this just like. Am I being reminded that the holidays are for every... What is What is this? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. And like, no I one's should. been able to, yeah. <laughs> no one's been able to answer that one. There's like, ah, this is Colfax's way of making the season merry. Which, in a Colfax way, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Confusing. No one understands. If you don't understand, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. If you understand, get out here, drop it in a dispensary. You'll, you'll figure it out eventually. So I've been looking up the pizza flight. Uh, it's actually six pizzas. Do you guys want me to send a picture to Sam? <laughs> it's going to ding. But 
I just feel like I have to send it so you have a good like visual representation. Can you text it to me? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Text it to me, because uh, otherwise I have to turn my camera around, or my uh, computer around, and that's like a whole thing. Oh, gotcha. That just, that just isn't going to work. So, uh, you guys are originally from, you say D.C.? I'm originally from Central Ohio. Okay. Uh, and then we met at school in D.C. Okay. How long have you been in Colorado? Two, two years, two and a half for Megan. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. But she grew up here. Oh, okay. So you've yeah. done the there and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hobbit's tail. <laughs> Boom. Set him up and knock him down. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I grew up in, like, northern Colorado. Um, the way I explain it to people is I grew up at Mead. It's a exit on the highway that you've probably seen if you're driving to Fort Collins, but there's no reason for you to get off the highway and go to Mead. Um, went to school in D.C., and we were out there for like six-ish years before I got a different job that let me come back to the homeland, and here we are. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Was, like, I got to move back to Colorado and Denver at, like, the moment when everyone's like, ooh, this place is cool. And you're like, I knew that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, it's, uh, I've been here for about five years, and I used to visit here a lot uh, before I moved. One of my best friends moved here in, like, 2007 or eight. I had a friend that was, like, a ski bum up in Vail for a while, so I've, I've done many a tour of Colorado before moving here. And, like, I, I still remember coming in, like, 2007 before everything really started picking up. And, like, Blake Street, like, literally a few blocks down from where we are right now was, like, this bombed-out industrial zone. But they had just built, like, a brand-new condo there. And, like, this and, and Flying Dog Brewery was still here. And, like, that was, that, was my, that was my main goal is to make it to Flying Dog. And I just remember thinking, man, this condo across the street from Flying Dog, this neighborhood's going to be ripping in, like, five, ten years. Five years later, I moved here, and that area is like already being built up. You know, five years later from there on, yeah, it's like coming down this whole way here to where we are now. Basically, it's huh. it's wild. You should have bought property. <laughs> oh, dude, don't, I I had to walk away from a house in Michigan, and I'm like, I should have just fucking in 2006 instead of buying a house in Grand Rapids, I should have bought a house in Denver. Biggest biggest punch myself in the face moment ever. But how do you know? You don't. You don't. So. But, uh, so do you, do you, like, do you go back up to Mead often? I mean, obviously, you probably oh, still yeah. have some family there. Yeah, yeah. Is there um, anything cool up there now? Like, I mean, the whole state's kind of, like, no. getting stuff going. <laughs> okay. So, I, like, I write about real estate, right, for my job, and, like, every once in a while, people will mention, like, the, like, Erie, Firestone, the places that are, like, approximately close to Mead, and I, every time that happens on a call, I'm, like... I just have to say, I grew up here, and what you're saying sounds ridiculous to me. And they're like, ha, 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 yes, it is ridiculous, but ha, 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 front-range, weird, like, mega conglomerate city, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it hasn't gotten any uh, cooler. I I did grow up, like, the closest town to Mead is Longmont, and Longmont's close to Boulder, so Longmont's starting to get cool, which is really weird. Um... But, like, we go up there pretty regularly. We just celebrated Peach Day, Peach oh. Day 2017. Um, there's a day for that. All right. It's no, there's not. Okay. <laughs> I got you. It's a personal holiday where you celebrate the bounty of peaches. This year, we celebrated by uh, cooking vegetables that weren't peaches and <laughs> also eating peaches and 
good house. Making a big bonfire. Hey, that sounds peachy to me. Oh, yeah, it was peachy. Guys, if you need help getting this holiday some momentum, peaches have recently been uh, rivaling pineapple as my favorite fruit. Oh. So, uh, and apparently people love putting peaches in beer now, especially as uh, around here as the, uh, the Palisade peaches really come into, like, you know, season and whatnot. Yeah. Peach on pizza? No, 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 not uh, in beer. Oh, in beer. Oh, in yeah, no, I, I didn't really necessarily specify. I might have I might have actually said pizza because I had pizza in my mouth when I said it. So. Heck, I'd take either. I saw Whole Foods had a uh, peach pizza last night. We were walking through there, and it was like a white sauce and then peaches and I think rosemary. Sounds delicious. Yeah, I would eat that. For sure. So, going back to your guys' show, I really like to try to get kind of a... I think the one that made me realize this the most was uh, the Sliceworks episode, how you kind of try to get a baseline, a baseline of pizza, and then you go for some interesting fla- interesting flavors, too. So, like, what's some of the weirdest shit you've ever had on, like, a pizza that that worked? That worked? I, I kind of like the classics, personally. Classics done well. Um, I have an answer for this. Oh, go ahead. Pickled red onion was kind of good and I could see it working it didn't really work on the whole pizza but like I like pickled red onion that could that could be good oh that sounds really good actually yeah yeah you know what else I, I love pickled yeah you pickle any of yourself no I don't do pickling myself but most of the people in my family pickle but I, I don't do it Heck yeah, that means you benefit without any of the labor, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Pete's that's Pete's MO. Yeah. Benefit from the labor without any life. any actual effort. Yeah. Oh, gosh, there's like one other thing I wanted to say, like a different pizza topping. Yeah, a wild topping that you liked. Uh we've had a bunch of bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> like recently, this pasta on pizza—it was a macaroni and cheese pizza. Right, so that's the one that I was actually like, you guys didn't care for that because, like, I, I do go to Ian's, but I always, I always go there when I'm pretty lit, and it's you know after a long night in the bar, and I feel like their location kind of necessitates that being across the street from the ballpark. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was a chain until we were talking about Ian's being here, and a friend of a friend was like from Wisconsin. She's like, Hallelujah! Just like freaking out. Oh my yeah, and apparently it's all the rage in like Wisconsin and shit. Which, Good for them. Which I mean, that's cheese country, so they love carbs. Which again, pasta, macaroni yeah. and cheese on a pizza. Yeah, I can see it. They should have had some potatoes on a pizza. I would have tried that. Oh, that's, I did have that. That's that's my answer. Mashed potatoes. Oh, mashed There's this potatoes. place okay. in New Haven that does mashed potatoes on a pizza, and they are like super salty and creamy, and it is wonderful. Yeah, you guys want some more of this one with the, the chicken and stuff? Here, we got like half a pizza. Put that over there. Okay. Yeah, um, drop it in. Yeah, that is really strong. Um, I can't say I have anything with mashed potatoes, but like, I definitely have had the Ian's pizza with those big fucking potato slices on them. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm intoxicated, so I would eat a slab of cardboard if you put enough hot sauce on it. Yeah, oh. I think that's the, that's the Ian's thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just... Anything you get, you douse it with hot sauce. Yeah, it's swimming in it. Yeah, those were the, th- I think the three episodes I listened to were Ian's first, because it was the most recent. Uh, then I definitely listened to Pie Hole, because that's like one of those places that I've actually gone to after we've done a podcast. I was down on South Broadway. Well, I'm by Pie Hole. I might as well just swing by and get a couple slices. 
and then uh, Sliceworks because that was also that I haven't been there forever, but that was like on my trajectory home. Like whenever I'd come from downtown and walk home down Colfax, I used to have what I would call the the fucking royal whatever the triple crown of Colfax. It would start at Sliceworks. I'd hit Voodoo Donuts and then end at Pete's Kitchen and order something stupid at pretty much every single one. Like like two slices of pizza, a donut or two, and then like a whole order of corned beef hash at oh, Pete's man. Kitchen. It's only a- oh, been- I love Pete's Kitchen. Yeah. Yes, okay. What is like, we've only been once. We were obviously enchanted. Uh, what's, the, what's the thing to order at Pete's? So... I've literally only ordered maybe two things there. I had the breakfast burrito once, and that was fine, but I, I love corned beef hash. And they basically empty a can of Hormel corned beef hash onto oh, the skillet, yeah. fry it up, <laughs> toss it with a bunch of uh, like home fries, a couple of eggs, and some toast. It's, I don't know, it's, and it's 10 bucks. And I'm just like, yep, when I'm, when I'm pretty drunk, that's the way to go. If I'm really hungover, it's also the way to go. <laughs> Yeah. Pete, do you remember like, what you got? The one, we went there what, once or twice when you came out here? Yeah. Um, I, I remember one time I had... Uh, it was like feta cheese and uh, like peppers or something. It was like a Mediterranean omelet. And it was really, really good. Oh, interesting. And the second time I think I had like French toast sticks or some French toast. I okay. I, I, I can't. Feel, I can't exactly remember what I had because I was always incredibly fucking hungover. And I was still drunk. <laughs> yeah, but, I feel like I've actually helped someone finish up a euro there once too. Because <laughs> when, when I'm drinking, I just don't stop. It's kind of a garbage disposal season. Just whatever needs to go away, it goes away. Now, what I'm picturing is someone that's not of your party, just like couldn't <laughs> you were like, over. I will help you with that. We can prevent food waste you, right now. You, you, you can eat that? <laughs> yeah. Just like reach over the booth behind me, not even looking like, oh, this feels like a euro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right on. <laughs> Just like an old man enjoying a like a Denver omelet, you just reach over and grab it with your hand and eat it like a candy you bar. You were gonna finish it anyways, man. <laughs> You're welcome. The one time we went, we were watching the guy shave off like meat from the yeah. meat cone. Um, they attend their meat cone pretty assiduously because this dude was like shaving off meat and throwing it away. It was like too roasted or something. Do you remember that? It's like probably dry because it's been on the outside edge. Yeah. They are they are very serious about their meat cone. Their yeah. meat cone maintenance is top notch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also enjoy any time I can watch my food literally being prepared and I can always pick out my order. Because <laughs> like I said, a can of hash some eggs I like my eggs over easy so just it's all going down they spray yeah. a bunch of oil into the hash browns like yes this is this that's is my favorite part yeah I, I like going to Pete's just the entertainment it is it's entertaining I think we sit behind the bar yeah. watch the guy do his job he's great at it yeah it's competence porn I've watched him train people and that's that's a, a oh, sight of shit. its own because wow. you could tell there's guys that have bit off more than they can chew and then there's guys who can handle the, the ropes I would really enjoy that, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's... And I don't even... I can't remember the guy's name. I've asked him out a billion times, but... It's always really late, but there's... The one guy who's... Again, I haven't been there for probably a year and a half just because I've been trying to not do the, uh, the Colfax Triple Crown. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah. He was always there, and I was like... Every time he was there, I'm like... My food's going to be perfect because I know that guy. And I've watched him cook it about two, three dozen times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
is there a restaurant in your life where some if someone said something ill of it, like they were like, oh, I had something and it was bad, like you'd be actually personally offended? I feel really, really salty when people talk about McDonald's because, like, I had McDonald's in my hometown. It was no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Which it's not entirely, it's not entirely untrue. You had Burger King and McDonald's in your hometown. I did. Yes, those were the only <laughs> two restaurants. Well, what was that Chinese place that was down by you too? That, that I, I ate lunch there once, and I'm pretty sure I had bathroom troubles for about five or six days afterwards. Uh, it was Goody China Buffet. Yeah. The only time I ever ate there, it was a Chinese buffet, obviously from the name. After that, and I had shrimp, and I had the worst diarrhea of my life. Was <laughs> uh, that was the other restaurant in town. Uh, so we went there for spring cleaning purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so strictly a Burger King McDonald's town. Did that divide the town? Were people like, oh no, you go to Burger King, I'm a McDonald's family. They, they had to find some other reason. He was on yeah. those pitchforks and torches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So many wars were fought in that, my hometown. <laughs> so many wars between the Burger King clans and McDonald's. The fast food wars really took a toll on Belding, <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. The fast food wars of the 90s were, were troubling times, very violent. Luckily, luckily, Pete's family was was strong and survived. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were uh, oil oil vendors. Yes, or just luckily fat harvesters. Ate. Yeah, yeah. We're potato farmers. We're fucking Irish. Oh, dude, so there you go. Profit on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the ver- one of the first conversations I ever had with Pete when I met him so long ago was we were talking about French fries, uh-huh. and at the time he's like, "Dude, Burger King fries are the best fries." <laughs> And uh, I used to be a Burger King fry guy. I, if it was McDonald's or Burger King, I was Burger King. But I don't know if you guys ever saw this. Uh, you might have seen this in Ohio, actually, Paul. But you guys ever heard of Checkers or Rallies? Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. So my thing, we had a we had a Checkers in downtown Grand Rapids that was painfully close to my house. Mm-hmm. And so I started telling Pete, I'm like, hey, man. Burger King fries were the shit until you grow up and have Checkers fries and become a become an adult. And uh, that night we took him to Checkers. He's like, "Changed my life, bro. Changed my life." Wow. Now I want these fries. They're like they're like good times fries, but okay. ten times better. They're like the same consistency. They're the same consistency, but they have something more to them. I can't explain it. They're just they don't quite have that final uh, to make them there, but they literally look the same and like. I thought Good Times was like a watered-down version of Checkers and Rallies for a while, and I just stopped going because they kept letting me down. Yeah, yeah, huh. So don't they call their fries, like, wild fries? So these are, like, straight-up savage fries? Pretty much. All right, great. My friend who is a big-time spice, like, can't handle it, he won't eat their fries. And they're not spicy to me, but to him, they just wreck his uh, digestive tract for a few days. <laughs> but I don't think they're that I bad. I love them. Yeah. I also eat, like, 100,000 Scoville, like, hot sauce for shits and grits. A real heat seeker. Yeah, I, I am a masochist. Huh. Straight up. How do you... Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, how do you get... How Like, wh- at what point do you, like... How do you start down that path? And at what point are you like, all right, I'm just going to keep going. Hotter, hotter, hotter. I honestly don't know how I started down that path, but, like... When, I, when I'm doing it, it's not voluntary per se, but the most recent case, uh, I was at a, excuse me, I was at Chain Reaction Brewing's anniversary party and they had a hot sauce vendor there because their 
one of their owners and like uh, brewer Zach loves hot food, like loves spicy food. Every time I go there, we end up like talking about what random spicy shit he got drunk and bought on Amazon. And <laughs> so they had this vendor that's it's Dan's something or other. I can't. I, I I'll have to look up the sauce later on. But I'm sorry, Dan. I'm fucking this all up. But they had like three like really hot sauces and. The dude Jake there was super cool. Let me try them all. And finally I was like, which one do you think I should buy? Because these last two are stupid hot. <laughs> and he's like, you, you make salsa, right? So you should probably get this one. It goes really well in salsa. It's got a little bit more of a vinegary, like salty thing to it. Like it's got a little bit more actual flavor versus just gut busting heat. And I have yet to make any salsa with them. There's like an inch of it left in the bottle. I just keep mixing in like my regular salsa that I buy, like my Kroger brand salsa. Or when I first bought it, I just poured it out in a bowl and was like eating like Tostino's pizza rolls, like just dunking it and eating that. I, so this is Dan's fault. Your whole like path to spicy food dump. That's the most recent one. Oh, okay. okay. Then there's times where people dare me to eat hot stuff. <laughs> like a guy used to own a bar on the way into the mountains and... I got dared by some friends like to eat a triple decker burger and a whole thing of fries, and like I knew I'd been drinking that day, so I'm like, all right, guys, the get the, the you know the garbage disposal is in action. Watch this. I, I will do it. <laughs> so then the that owner comes out, and he's like, oh, so you guys are doing food challenges, huh? You think you can think you can eat this hot sauce? It's like some crazy million amount of scovilles or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Whatever, man. So he's like, listen, if you can eat. I didn't hear this. Like, I heard something totally different. But what he actually said was, if you can eat one French fry with this, you can get one free Coors Light every time you come and visit for the rest of your <laughs> life. What I heard was, if you can eat this whole thing of salsa or this whole thing of hot sauce, you get one free Coors Light every time you visit for the rest of your life. So I dunked a fry in it, ate it. It was hot as shit. I'm like, there's no way I'm eating this whole thing at, like with fries. So I just took it like a shot. And everyone there was like, oh, no, like, just like, your yeah. face exactly, just that, that why. And uh, the owner even, he was like, biting his knuckle, like, you might be sick. Like, I don't think so. I just ate like a pound of beef and like a half a pound of french fries. Oh, God. And so while I did, like, I started to get the mucus run, the bar manager, like, came out with ice cream and me. It was like, here, dairy health. So he gives me some ice cream and, you know, I, I didn't throw up and everyone just was like, what the hell? I'm not going to say how, the next... Like, how many weird faces do you think Over the course of two hours, probably every weird face known to man, possibly. Really? I was I was hawking loogies. I was I was a fucking terror. I was, like, literally an, an FDA problem, probably. But I was on their porch, so I got away with it. And uh, the worst part of the story was two days later. So this happened on a Saturday. Sunday... I just, we don't need to go into the details, but let's just say it was uncomfortable. Uh, and Monday, I couldn't talk. You were getting fired, I think. I was. <laughs> it was lava all day long. Monday, you couldn't talk? I could not talk. I had a rasp. Like, my voice was a raspy ghost of my own voice. So, I was like, well, this will probably go away, right? Tuesday rolls, I can't talk. Wednesday rolls, I still can't talk. So I'm like, well, I need to go to the doctor. I thought I'd literally melted my vocal cords and just like, well, I'm fucked. I'm never singing, never doing anything again. Not that I was ever good at it, but, you know, I like to pretend. Go to the doctor. Turns out what they suspect happened was I had such bad heartburn, it just torched my, like, larynx, basically. And uh, messed my vocal cords up for a hot day. So literally by Thursday, I was talking again. But I had a $20 copay that cut into my, my bargain of 
all those free Coors Lights. I know. Yeah, that's where I thought that story was going. You went back to that bar on Monday, and it turns out they don't even have Coors Lights. <laughs> right? <laughs> Joke's on you, dude. We, Should check, man. We got, we got banquet. That wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> no. So that's my relationship with hot food. Wow. It's good. Interesting. It's uh, stupid, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not the smartest. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. I think what got us in on this conversation to begin with was the hot sauce at Ian's. Like, what are you guys' stance on hot sauces on pizza and stuff? Like, what, what, what do you, what's your personal preference? The worse the pizza is, the more hot sauce I want. Yeah, it's a cover-up, buffer yeah. type thing. I feel like it's a little more complicated than that. I like how, <laughs> like, certain toppings get hot sauce and then, like, certain ones don't. Like, for some reason, I really like pineapple and hot sauce. Any pizza with Really? Okay. Hot sauce, yeah. And see, that's like my favorite fruit, but I I don't like it on pizza. And I think I just haven't had it done well on pizza. I had it, I, I was actually in Akron, Ohio, of all places, and it was a work thing. And it was a very, um, uh, what's that terrible cheese that I hate? Uh, it's a very Parmesan forward, like, sauce. And so I got all the acid from the pineapple and all the Parmesan like aroma and like it tasted like barf to me. That sounds gross. It yeah, was that awful. Bad. Yeah, and ever since then, like I can't, I can't do pineapple on beer. Like it's or not on beer. Goddamn, I can't do pineapple on pizza. Or at least I'm just not open to it. <laughs> I think it's all right. I mean, you were saying uh, pineapple with hot sauce. Sweet. Oh yeah, other hot sauce scenarios. Um, I don't know, but I'm open to it. Yeah, I don't I don't save it strictly for bad pizza. I just, you know, do it as the mood moves me. Yeah, on sure. Crust. It's nice on a crust almost always. Yeah, that's you true. Just have bites of crust. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of liven it up a little bit. Well, what do you guys think? Are you uh, feeling uh, good enough to dive into the loaded questions section? I am. I am ready. <laughs> Pete, what do you say? You ready to get in there? Yeah, let's do it, All right. Locked and loaded? Locked and loaded? I don't know. That's 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 all the question only you can answer, Megan. So for uh, anyone that might be popping in as a new listener, this is a part of the show where we've uh, sufficiently gotten our guests socially lubed up to ask <laughs> a few more goofy questions that are borderline inappropriate. Pete, you want to describe what your questions are and just kick it off? Yeah, so with this episode, I figured since... We have such a good pairing going on with the podcast um, parallels here with like pizza and beer. I hark back to good news, bad news. Oh, all right, right on. So, good news, bad news is I, I give you uh, a scenario that's really good and far fetched, and then I give you uh, it, like all the good news comes with like a really dark side to it. So then you just <laughs> have to answer a couple of questions. Um, so, with that being said. The good news is you've just inherited uh, from a weird aunt a magical oven that gives you uh, or lets you grab any pizza from anywhere in the world, a pizza from a small town in Italy, you know, from a family that has like three generations of pizza makers to a DiGiorno to Hungry Howie's Pie to small town diner. I mean, you get it. Yes, All at no cost monetarily. You basically just wish for the pizza and it's there in this oven. But... Every time you grab a pizza, a fucking huge, angry Kodiak bear stalks you and does not <laughs> stop trying to kill you for six straight days. So, Megan, we'll start with you. 
uh, how would you avoid dying when you grab a pizza, and what would the pizza be that would be worth dying for? Good repurpose of a question, Pete. Thank you. Well, I know the first part. The first part is uh, there's a pizza chain in D.C. called And Pizza, and uh, it's pretty dumb to dive potentially for that pizza because it's basically like the <laughs> subway of pizzas, but they have like a bunch of sort of like frou-frou toppings, and so it's like, do you want like big balsamic spread on your pizza? Do you want an egg? Do you want prosciutto? And it's like not even the best pizza. You just like, I just like it because you just like load it down to the point where it's like a pizza hammock where it's just like sagging. Um, it's just a mountain of toppings and like a pizza base. Yes. Yeah. It, it's a fast casual format and you order down the line. So each gotcha, topic gotcha, is gotcha. tantalizing. And you're, oh, that too. And, but no one goes in with a plan. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably best just to not go in with a plan because then you start to overthink when it's like. It, was the ice cream place Cold Stone where they have all the shit in there and there's like you go in there thinking like I know what I'm gonna get and then you're like oh no they got the pop rocks out what the fuck am I gonna do now <laughs> gummy bears and shit okay so we, we have the, we have the uh, pizza place and we have the pizza that you grab uh, how would you avoid dying and I mean every time you grab a pizza like you could just be like fuck it I'll have pizza five times a day but there would be like five super angry Kodiak bears that are trying to kill my default survival strategy for most things is like, like you know how in zombie movies they like bust into an apartment and they're like, oh, this person has a bunch of canned food and like the blinds drawn and like window, <laughs> like their windows nailed shut. Like that's like, I'm like, that's me. That's what I should be doing. Um, so that's sort of where I'm going instinctively. I don't know if that's a real good plan, but I would be like, like run into the bedroom, push the bed in front of the door, and then lock myself in a closet and, like, maybe hope that the bear doesn't, like, claw through. I'd probably die on my very first pizza attempt is what I'm trying to say. Basically try to find a bunker, like, in the yeah. road and, like, all right, score, I'm good for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I would count on the bear, like, losing interest eventually, and, like, I'd probably end up, like kind of starving myself between pizza slices because I just have to be in there for like a week. After, after six yeah. days, they do lose interest or they just disappear. I can't remember <laughs> yeah. what the exact question is. So if you can make it just under a week, don't yeah. even make it a full seven days. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's my strategy. The, ba- the bear bunker. I don't actually have like uh, a contingency plan for the bear. I mean, I could say he just like explodes into Cheetos. I think that'd be like a cool <laughs> ending for the bear. <laughs> So at the end of six days, they just explode yeah. into Cheetos. Not even in a bag. It's just like party confetti, fucking, man. Yeah, it could be like ants everywhere in a day, you know what I mean? Oh, man, man, this <laughs> okay, is just incentivizing it. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Paul, all right. It's I'm all ready. you, man. No bar's been set, sir. There, there was a place about a 10-minute drive from my house where I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. It was called House Pizza. And uh, the distinctive things about this place were they cut their pizza into square slices, which I miss. But not place, place, places around here don't do very much. Yeah. But I really like. Um, and also, they had one, they, had, they called it the everything. And I used to eat meat back then. And the everything had pepperoni and sausage and onions and peppers and mushrooms and black yeah. olives. And it was the kind of pizza that was stacked really, really thick. 
but they it cooked all the way through, and I just it was so substantial that I craved it, and that was what I would ask for from my parents. So that was the pizza. That's the pizza that I would want. Uh, and as for the bear, I don't think I'd have a chance. Uh, kind of a soft <laughs> boy, but I, I have a different plan uh, for my imminent death, and that would be I would want to record myself. I would want to record the process. Yeah, naturally. Uh, talk into it like a diary, and then. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, you know, you can't plan for the kind of tape that you're going to collect, but I would get mauled, presumably at some point, that it would sound amazing. Me screaming, the bear growling. The pizza falling to the ground. Like, I would, I would imagine you would do it with a slice of pizza in your hand. Oh, like, oh, God, I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope you go with this pizza. There, there would oh. be a very dramatic squelch as my last slice <laughs> hits the ground. And, uh, and all of this, of course, would help me achieve my true goal of getting on the local news. Yeah, there you go. Boom, there it is. <laughs> Living forever in infamy. Always, <laughs> always step-laddering up somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. I, yeah, local news. Set, set your sights... I've been attainably for, for oh my years. God, I feel like I want it so bad. No, like my last scheme. Uh, three months after the Super Bowl, I wanted to dress up in Broncos gear and go out to call Colfax and just high five people all day <laughs> and just like get really into it. Like, yeah. yeah, Super Bowl. And I would be the guy that's still excited about the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> even after like two years, still being like, yeah, we did it. Super Bowl fifty. <laughs> Peyton, Peyton, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck the Panthers. Cam the Newton sucks. Yeah. People would high five me. I think people would like that. Yeah, even uh, fucking the the Chargers fans that are hanging around Denver would be like, yeah, hey, okay, I'm in that. Yeah, this guy's delusional. It's cool. Yeah. Can I tell a quick story about when I was on the local news? Oh, the dream. Please do. You were on the local I, news. I, I, would I was. This. I don't even know if I know this story. So, uh, for a really long time, uh, on the route out to my parents' house, I'd go down this expressway, and the fucking exit was always closed for, like, six months the thing was closed. They were, like, totally redoing it, and uh, it was just a pain in the ass, because it was, like, the, the, like, if you couldn't take that exit, it was, like, 15 minutes added to your to your destination ETA. So, uh, one day I was going uh, to my parents' house, and, uh, I, I go to the exit and it's open and I'm like, holy fuck, I can finally take this fucking thing. So I, I merge off and exit and there's like a camera crew at the bottom and there's like three cars in front of me. And they're like interviewing people in their cars, like asking them, uh, you know, like this, like it had just opened, you know, like a half hour before I hit the road. So like interviewing the first people to take the exit and it gets to me and they're like, um, how do you feel about this being open again? It's been closed so long, you know, it's just, it's just such a pivotal uh, exit. How do you feel about being open? I was like, I am so glad this is open because I was I was just going to take the exit anyway and I was expecting to hit barrels and gates and I'm just really glad it's open. And the cameraman, like, started laughing. They're like, all right, thanks a lot. And just, like, walked away. And I was like, that's that's not going to be on Like, I tried to refrain from swearing a lot. Uh, so I get to my parents and they're watching the news and it's like, you're McKenna, fucking uh, road traveler. And it like, 
as me saying that, and they like both look at me and they're like, you never told us that this happened, and then my phone buzzed, and I got in a text from my friend Sean, he's like, I fucking hate you, because he was watching the same thing. Uh, so that's my first and only time being on the Loki I, love that I they... thought it was a good time. Oh, that's so good. I love that they called you Road Whatever. They should have just called you Road Warrior, since you're just ready to ram the fucking, like... <laughs> no, I was making that up. It wasn't Road Warrior. It was just, like, uh, like Citizen, like Grand Rapids yeah. Citizen. I was trying to go for, like, a generic name, but if they would have called me, like, Mad Max, I would have... No, you'd be like, yeah, that's, that's, that story checks out. That's pretty good. I've never made it on the local news. At least not a talking roll. I've been in B-roll. Oh, that's about it. That's still good. That's good. Some lady was putting my snow pants on in first grade after my elementary school opened up. <laughs> not Save very impressive. It. Well, I think the the scheme... I want to I wanna go back to the local news scheme because my favorite of Paul's schemes to get on the local news was when he was very dead set on building a giant kite to <laughs> This is a good idea. No. I still no. I kind of don't want to talk about this because this is a good idea. You know the planes that drag advertisements behind them? Yeah, yeah. I want to make a custom kite that has an advertisement for my podcast, Changing Denver, and go fly it in Cheeseman Park when there's like a thousand people out there sunbathing. <laughs> just, just like a regular kite. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, what a giant kite. How do you because not it has look to be big enough. No, here's what the thing. It has to be big enough for people to read from the air, so it means it has to be a kite of like un. Previously unseen proportions. Oh, no, no. I think if you don't go too high into the uh, stratosphere, you can, you know, if you're only going a couple hundred feet up, I mean, it might be, it, you're going to want a windy day. Yeah. No, I'm seriously just imagining a kite the size of a house to accommodate all the text to, like, <laughs> show that many people. And then you'd have to, like, wrap it around a bunch of trees so it didn't suck you off the earth, you know? Like, just carry you away to Utah or whatever. He just anchors himself to the ground like a fucking, like, rock climbing belay thing. Yeah. But if he pulled it off, good chance you'd be on the local news. For sure. I think so I think yeah I think your uh, your success rate would be very high <laughs> for that one <laughs> all right so Pete does good news bad news my questions are more straight up would you rather mm-hmm. I'm just gonna cut right to the chase here would you rather give up alcohol or pizza Ooh, I like alcohol I love it's pizza. nice I love them both too I don't even I didn't Ask this with any regard to what I would answer. This is all, this is all on the guests. Alcohol is more like multi-purpose. You know? It is like, true. There's more situations where alcohol comes up, and I wouldn't want to deny myself being able to participate in those situations. Um, but for me, the highs are higher with pizza. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe I just have to start incorporating more pizza into my life. Make you really realize what's uh, what's important to you right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Megan? Uh, I'm I'm in a similar position. You know, the thing is, I weed is my vice of choice in the uh, weed alcohol thing. So okay, like, I okay. Have like a side cheaters path thrown in here, and I don't. <laughs> and, I, and I have a second question now. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, yeah, so and so then like pizza, there's not a real replacement. Yeah. Gotta be pizza. Gotta be pizza. That's what you'd give up? Absolutely. No what? I keep pizza. You keep I, pizza. I keep get pizza. rid of alcohol. You keep pizza, get rid of alcohol. Alright, that's I mean, fair. how could we not? I mean no one would listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. This, 
you just watch people eat pizza and then be like, so tell me about it. That seems good. You can hear the single tear running down your cheek like, I wish I could have that. <laughs> this question for What's me is... What's that? Kyle Clark's calling? The sad man who won't eat pizza? They want to feature him? Weird. Local news. Here's the couple that won't eat pizza, but they do a pizza podcast. <laughs> Like it, we should start lying immediately. Yep, there you go. That's it, yes, there you go. Just I make, like make, make the narrative. Sad face emoji if it had a title like that, you know, like a, a headline like that. You just have to have like a crying emoji. Or if there's a if there's a crying pizza emoji, Someday. yeah. I keep sending letters to Apple. They, <laughs> they don't acknowledge yeah, those. They haven't incorporated uh, emoji no suggestions. Yeah. Those jerks. What the fuck? I, I was thinking through this question while you guys were talking, and it made me think back to uh, how I was the, like, renegade kid in, like, elementary school that preferred tacos to pizza, and I was shunned so fucking hard in, like, third through fifth grade because, like, I mean, pizza's good, but tacos are way better, and they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even stutter a kid dropping an F-bomb, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, kids love pizza. Yeah. That's... It, it kind of like how weed is your, you know, alternative choice. Tacos yeah. are like my, my, my crutch of choice in terms of like food items. Sweet, sweet tacos. Yeah. So many, like, yeah. You could you could spend some time with tacos. Food, yeah. Yeah. It's a respectable choice. Well, thank you. I'm glad that I I felt like I was bearing my soul at that point and <laughs> really laying it out there. <laughs> What do you got for your next question? Okay, it's another classic uh, because I'm on your original. Uh, so the good news <laughs> is you're now a well-loved house cat. The uh, bad news is you are now, or you also are plagued by crippling alcoholism. So if you stop drinking as a cat, you get DTs and you will 100% die if you don't feed uh, your addiction every four hours. Uh, so how do you, as a cat? And the and your owners like also also drink. They're not they don't abstain. So that's how you became an alcoholic cat. Is they they have alcohol in the house. So how do you feed your addictions without your owners catching you? Uh, and you're 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 well loved, but only because you're a high functioning alcoholic. So if you you know give away your secret, they'll throw your ass in the pound. <laughs> Well, first of all, Pete, I just like to defend my alcoholism because I feel like you're being very judgmental about it, and I just really hate Mondays, you know, and those are hard to get through as a house cat. <laughs> yeah, you got to put yourself in their paws for a hot second. I hate Mondays so much. Um, <laughs> Cats have a hard man. How to hide my alcoholism from my owners as a cat? As a cat. Boy, I... That's a very difficult question. Uh, so, so just just imagine you're in your own house and uh, uh, you know you're your own owner uh, and you're you're trying to be a cat for yourself. That is the most confusing way I could have put that possible. So, if you understand. Okay. And my so owners are you also liquor in your house. Whatever. Uh, well, we keep liquor on the the bottom shelf of this. Uh, it's just a thing of shelves, really. There's no other word for that. So that's pretty accessible to cats. So I think it wouldn't be that hard, actually. Megan, do you have any thoughts on this? 
I don't know. I think you have to break bottles, right? So the question is, like, how are you breaking bottles yeah. in a discreet way? No opposable thumbs, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you might get your mouth cut, so you want the bottle to break into big pieces. So you just kind of, like, roll it off instead of... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm having a hard time visualizing. Um... You could also go like the toilet. You're not the quad either. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Uh, you're, you're not the quad, so you can use your okay, quads to like puncture aluminum or boxed wine. Boxed oh, wine. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna jump in, and say toilet hooch. That's my path. <laughs> Drop some uh, catnip in there and just make sure no one goes to the bathroom for a couple weeks. Toilet <laughs> hooch. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, like, I'll open up the tank and I'll let fruit ferment and it won't ever work because people will flush. I'm going to have to right. figure out a, yeah, a way to make the toilet like unusable. I mean, I do like the idea of you made a fruit upper decker, though. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to, like, con- yes. Yeah. yeah. Fruit upper decker. So for the first, like, three days, it smelled really good in the bathroom and then it would start smelling like rock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. People continue to flush. Yeah. yeah. Be so I like cool. it. I think that's as good as we're gonna get on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet hooch. That was a that was a good team effort yeah. too. <laughs> it does remind me how I left an open can of beans in my roommate's closet once in college because I was mad at her, and it took like two weeks for that to smell very very bad. Really? Yeah. What kind of beans? Just like pinto just like pins, like a can of like black beans. I opened it and then I just left the open can in the back of her closet. I can see that. I mean, beans don't really First have. I want to say that's a fucking awesome prank to pull on somebody, like a revenge, <laughs> awesome revenge tactic. It's a slow burn. <laughs> and then Literally. how how long? So if it took two weeks for it to start smelling, how long total was it in her closet? I think I took it out before she figured out what it was so then the smell just lingered and then she just thought she was like crazy because also I'm a chicken shit and I don't really like to deal with the consequences of my actions I don't want to be the confrontational type on this one yeah yeah <laughs> your point was made let's move on <laughs> let's move into more important parts of fucking apartment diplomacy <laughs> yeah, that makes sense yeah yeah alright so would you rather go temporarily blind or deaf while drunk. You know, as you get drunk, you hit that certain point, you just, you go deaf or blind. Which would it be? I think it's gotta be deaf. I I, I thought about this recently, actually, because Megan and I played a game (laughs) while we were walking somewhere, where I I said, Megan, I'm gonna close my eyes, you have to lead me. (laughs) Oh, a trust game, okay. Yeah, a trust game, just like walking to the store or something. I, uh... It was very hard, and I didn't like it. <laughs> didn't enjoy it very much. Yeah, so I think uh, keep sight. You've got to be able to see your way home more than here. I might pick uh, give up my sight because when I get like truly drunk, I go blackout drunk anyway, and like yeah. my like default mode is just like I'm not actually that drunk. Like I feel like my brain is just like. You know what's more important, like seeming like you're put together or actually maintaining brain cells? Seeming like you're put together is like more important. So it's like, if I couldn't 
hear that I couldn't respond to what people were saying to me, and I would, it would, I would lose the like the illusion much quicker. But if I was blind, then I mean I'm drunk anyway, and like as yeah, long yeah. as I'm just like sitting in a chair and just like existing and yeah. responsive. Yeah, yeah. Someone will help you get home. Yeah. Or if you like stumble around and fall into a wall, they'll be like, oh, she's you know she's blind anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I appreciate that because I uh, we park our cars in the same garage in that sense because I also just lights out every now and then. But uh, yeah, I somehow managed to up until the, there's a certain point where I don't speak English anymore. I just talk gibberish. Oh yeah, that's the and that's when <laughs> that's that's when I give myself away. But otherwise, people are like, what? You don't remember that? I'm like, no. They're like, ah, oh, you you know, you yeah. seem like you're with it. You seem drunk, but not like, you know. Yeah. Incapacitated, and then there'll be times where I just I don't speak anything normal, just like right, right, this, you know. And that's where, in my mind, it's survival mode, so it shuts down the least useful function of my body, which is talking. And uh, <laughs> yeah, can that be an option? I want no talking. <laughs> I want mute. <laughs> no. right, yeah, don't I'll, say anything I'll, stupid. I'll add that one. A guarantee. I no, that's too easy. I know. I, I, way I, I, too easy with that. I guess it is. <laughs> I'm gonna put in parentheses though. Mute. Just, just. Entertain the idea. Shits and giggles, yeah. You know, we we always take suggestions on this show. So, uh, that's that's good. Well, Paul, Megan, thanks for joining us. Uh, Do you guys want to plug your stuff at all? Well, yeah, Denver Pizza Podcast is available wherever you found this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Yes. You can listen if you like. We have a good time. You might, too. I also make one called Changing Denver, I think I mentioned. That's about uh, neighborhoods and made spaces and the way the city is changing. And that's more like a, like a This American Life or a radio lab with stories edited together with various interviews and music and stuff. And uh, Denver Right Now is a weekly news podcast I make with Megan's organization, Denver Right, which she can tell you about. Yeah, uh, in addition to listening to the Denver Pizza Podcast, whenever you're feeling down or happy or any emotion... Um, you can read what I write professionally at Denverite. I write about real estate and I write about transportation and it's local news and uh, local news is the best type of news because it's the stuff you walk past, the stuff you care about and uh, it's written in a fun way. It's like uh, the best parts of Westward and the best parts of the Denver Post. And travel and whatever, transportation and housing, other things you said, are yeah. quite, kind of huge in Denver right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, You've got plenty of topic matter or subject matter. I basically got the best <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. possible beats, but yeah. I get to do like data stuff, I get a map, like where can teachers afford to buy a house. So like, fun stuff, so you don't have to do too much. That's good, because I hate reading. Yeah, I'm a typical all. millennial. I read the headlines, and then I form my opinions and go shout them from the top of the mouth. <laughs> Damn, the closest Sorry, Pete. Like everyone I know. <laughs> right? Aren't we all? Thank you so much and sorry for listening to the Beer and Loathing podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Beer and Loathing. Uh, YouTube's a little different. It's tuning, get drunk. So 